gentlemen to day 31 of soft-spoken Bible in a year and we will begin where we left off on the Sue to Sleep Stories podcast and that is in Exodus chapter 5 verse 22 through chapter 7 verse 25 in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 22 then we will conclude with God calling eventide portion for day 22. But before we begin, let's pray. Dear Adonai, Elohim, Heavenly Father, we come before you humbly, asking you for your guidance, for the leading by your Holy Spirit, for Holy Spirit to lead us in the purpose and plan you have for each of us, in the purpose and plan you have for each of our destinies. Thank you for blessing us, Lord, helping us be a blessing to others and to glorify you in everything we do in our lives. Examine our hearts, O Lord. Get rid of anything that hinders us from drawing closer to you. For our desire is you, Jesus, and to know you more and more. In your name we pray, Jesus, by the power of the sweet Holy Spirit. Amen. Exodus chapter 5, verse 22. Then Moses returned to the Lord and said, O Lord, why have you brought harm to this people? Why did you ever send me? Ever since I came to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he has done harm to this people, and you have not delivered your people at all. Chapter 6 Then the Lord said to Moses, Now you shall see what I will do to Pharaoh, for under compulsion he will let them go, and under compulsion he will drive them out of his land. God spoke further to Moses and said to him, I am the Lord. And I appear to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, as God Almighty, El Shaddai. But by my name, Lord, I did not make myself known to them. I also established my covenant with them, to give them the land of Canaan, the land in which they sojourned. Furthermore, I have heard the groaning of the sons of Israel, because the Egyptians are holding them in bondage, and I have remembered my covenant. Say therefore to the sons of Israel, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians, and I will deliver you from their bondage. I will also redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great judgments. Then I will take you for my people, and I will be your God, and you shall know that I am the Lord your God, who brought you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. I will bring you to the land which I swore to give to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and I will give it to you for a possession. I am the Lord. So Moses spoke thus to the sons of Israel, but they did not listen to Moses on account of their despondency and cruel bondage. Now the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Go, tell Pharaoh king of Egypt to let the sons of Israel go out of his land. But Moses spoke before the Lord, saying, Behold, the sons of Israel have not listened to me. How then will Pharaoh listen to me? For I am unskilled in speech. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron, and gave them a charge to the sons of Israel and to Pharaoh king of Egypt, to bring the sons of Israel out of the land of Egypt. These are the heads of their father's households, the sons of Reuben, Israel's firstborn, Hanoch and Palu. Hetzron and Karmi. These are the families of Reuben. 
the sons of Simeon, Jemuel, and Jamin, and Ohad, and Jakin, and Zohad, and Shaul, the son of a Canaanite woman. These are the families of Simeon. These are the names of the sons of Levi according to their generations, Gershon, and Kohat, and Merari. And the length of Levi's life was 137 years. The sons of Gershon, Libni and Shimai, according to their families. The sons of Koat, Amram, and Itzar, and Hebron, and Uziel. And the length of Kohath's life was 130 years. The sons of Merari, Mahali, and Mushi. These are the families of the Levites according to their generations. Amram married his father's sister, Yochebed, and she bore him Aran and Moshe. And the length of Amram's life was 137 years. The sons of Itzhar, Korah and Nefeg and Zichri, the sons of Utziel, Mishael and Elzaphan, and Zithri. Aaron married Elisheba, the daughter of Amenadab, the sister of Nahashon, and she bore him Nadab and Abihu, Eliezer and Itamar, the sons of Korah, Asir and Elkanah, and Abiasaph. These are the families of the Korahites. Aaron's son Eliezer married one of the daughters of Putiel, and she bore him Phinehas. These are the heads of the father's households of the Levites according to their families. It was the same Aaron and Moses to whom the Lord said, Bring out the sons of Israel from the land of Egypt according to their hosts. They were the ones who spoke to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, about bringing out the sons of Israel from Egypt. It was the same Moses and Aaron. Now it came about on the day when the Lord spoke to Moses in the land of Egypt, that the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, I am the Lord. Speak to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, all that I speak to you. But Moses said before the Lord, Behold, I am unskilled in speech. How then will Pharaoh listen to me? Exodus chapter 7, verses 1 through 25, or the whole chapter. See, I make you as God to Pharaoh. And your brother Aaron shall be your prophet. You shall speak all that I command you, and your brother Aaron shall speak to Pharaoh that he let the sons of Israel go out of his land. But I will harden Pharaoh's heart, that I may multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. When Pharaoh does not listen to you, then I will lay my hand on Egypt and bring out my hosts, my people, the sons of Israel, from the land of Egypt by great judgments. The Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hand on Egypt and bring out the sons of Israel from their midst. So Moses and Aaron did it as the Lord commanded them. Thus they did. Moses was 80 years old and Aaron 83 when they spoke to Pharaoh. Now. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, When Pharaoh speaks to you, saying, Work a miracle, then you shall say to Aaron, Take your staff and throw it down before Pharaoh, that it may become a serpent. So Moses and Aaron came to Pharaoh, and thus they did just as the Lord had commanded. 
And Aaron threw his staff down before Pharaoh and his servants, and it became a serpent. Then Pharaoh also called for the wise men and the sorcerers, and they also, the magicians of Egypt, did the same with their secret arts. For each one threw down his staff, and they turned into serpents. But Aaron's staff swallowed up their staffs. Yet Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he did not listen to them, as the Lord had said. Then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is stubborn. He refuses to let the people go. Go to Pharaoh in the morning as he is going out to the water, and station yourself to meet him on the bank of the Nile, and you shall take in your hand the staff that was turned into a serpent. You shall say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, sent me to you, saying, Let my people go, that they may serve me in the wilderness. But behold, you have not listened until now. Thus says the Lord, By this you shall know that I am the Lord. Behold, I will strike the water that is in the Nile with the staff that is in my hand, and it will be turned to blood. The fish that are in the Nile will die, and the Nile will become foul, and the Egyptians will find difficulty in drinking water from the Nile. Then the Lord said to Moses, Say to Aaron, Take your staff and stretch out your hand over the waters of Egypt, over their rivers, over their streams, and over their pools, and over all the reservoirs of water, that they may become blood. And there will be blood throughout all the land of Egypt, both in vessels of wood and in vessels of stone. So Moses and Aaron did even as the Lord had commanded, and he lifted up the staff and struck the water that was in the Nile, in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants. And all the water that was in the Nile was turned to blood. The fish that were in the Nile died, and the Nile became foul, so that the Egyptians could not drink water from the Nile. And the blood was through all the land of Egypt. But the magicians of Egypt did the same with their secret arts, and Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he did not listen to them, as the Lord had said. Then Pharaoh turned and went into his house with no concern even for this. So all the Egyptians dug around the Nile for water to drink, for they could not drink of the water of the Nile. Seven days passed after the Lord had struck the Nile. The Gospel of Matthew, Chapter 22 Parable of the Marriage Feast Jesus spoke to them again in parables, saying, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son. And he sent out his slaves to call those who had been invited to the wedding feast, and they were unwilling to come. Again, he sent out other slaves, saying, Tell those who have been invited, Behold, I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and my fattened livestock are all butchered and everything is ready. Come to the wedding feast. But they paid no attention and went their way, one to his own farm, another to his business, and the rest seized his slaves and mistreated them and killed them. But the king was enraged, and he sent his armies and destroyed those murderers and set their city on fire. Then he said to his slaves, The wedding is ready, but 
Those who were invited were not worthy. Go, therefore, to the main highways, and as many as you find there, invite to the wedding feast. Those slaves went out into the streets and gathered together all they found, both evil and good, and the wedding hall was filled with dinner guests. But when the king came in to look over the dinner guests, he saw a man there who was not dressed in wedding clothes. And he said to him, Friend, how did you come in here without wedding clothes? And the man was speechless. Then the king said to the servants, Bind him hand and foot, and throw him into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for many are called, but few are chosen. Then the Pharisees went and plotted together how they might trap him in what he said, and they sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are truthful and teach the way of God in truth, and defer to no one, for you are not partial to any. Tell us then. What do you think? Is it lawful to give a poll tax to Caesar or not? But Jesus perceived their malice and said, Why are you testing me, you hypocrites? Show me the coin used for the poll tax. And they brought him a denarius. And he said to them, Whose likeness and inscription is this? They said to him, Caesar's. Then he said to them, Then render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And hearing this, they were amazed, and leaving him, they went away. On that day, some Sadducees, who say there is no resurrection, came to Jesus and questioned him, asking, Teacher, Moses said, If a man dies having no children, his brother, as next of kin, shall marry his wife, and raise up children for his brother. Now there were seven brothers with us, and the first married and died, and having no children left his wife to his brother. So also the second and the third, down to the seventh. Last of all, the woman died. In the resurrection, therefore, whose wife of the seven will she be? For they all had married her. But Jesus answered and said to them, You are mistaken, not understanding the scriptures nor the power of God. For in the resurrection they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. But regarding the resurrection of the dead, have you not read what was spoken to you by God? I am the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. When the crowds heard this, they were astonished at his teaching. But when the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered themselves together. One of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and foremost commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. 
On these two commandments depend the whole law and the prophets. Now, while the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them a question. What do you think about the Christ? Whose son is he? They said to him, The son of David. He said to them, Then how does David in the spirit call him Lord, saying, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies beneath your feet. If David then calls him Lord, how is he his son? No one was able to answer him a word, nor did anyone dare from that day on to ask him another question. God Calling, Eventide, Day 31, January 31st, The Evening Call Jesus said, Softly at even comes the footfall of your master. My day has been long and weary. Hearts that I've yearned over and longed for still withstand me. I see the aged, desolate without me. I see the disappointment of men and women who in me would find heart satisfaction which others cannot give them. I see youth crowding me out of its work-filled, pleasure-filled days. And yet, I wait. I knock. I plead. I call. Unheard, unheeded, unwanted. As I was the link between the Father and men, so now must my followers be the links between man and me. Human love, material aid, human understanding, and friendship must bind those for whom I yearn. Channels through which my help can flow to man, truly you must be, but also the means through which man finds his groping way to me. Let's unpack this a little bit. I'm just going to say this. I definitely do not want to be one of those who come to a wedding and not be properly dressed. Just like in the natural, how disrespectful that would be to show up in rags when you were invited to a wedding and you didn't take the time to prepare yourself with the proper clothing, with the proper dress. Given to you, I might add. If I was provided a dress and I did not put it on, how shameful would that be to the bride and the bridegroom, their families, and also myself? So how much more do we respect, should we respect Jesus, our bridegroom? How much more should we respect him? How much more should we respect our bridegroom, Jesus, the Son of God, and be dressed in his righteousness, clothed in his righteousness? Friend, there are going to be some saved by the seat of their pants, and they'll have a gown of salvation. But then, there's a gown of righteousness that are for those who literally surrendered all to the Lord. And those who have been to heaven, this is another supernatural episode, those who have been to heaven will testify of this, the differences that they have seen. Those that were saved were so happy they were saved by the seat of their pants and not in the fiery hell. But at the same time, they miss that intimacy with the Lord. 
that they could have had had they had the intimate time with him on earth. So don't waste this time. Get to know the Lord while you can. Find and seek him while you can. And sweet friend, before we go, if you do not know Jesus, this wonderful, wonderful Jesus who died just for you, and, and you would like to know him as your very own Lord and Savior, would you please pray the following prayer? Dear Heavenly Father, I would like Jesus to come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. Your word says in Romans chapter 10 verses 9 through 10 that if I confess out loud Jesus is my Lord and believe in my heart God raised him from the dead I shall be saved for it is with my heart that I believe and am justified just as if I never sinned and it is with my mouth that I confess and I am saved please Lord Jesus come into my heart please be my Lord and my Savior I repent for the wrong life I have lived until now I choose you and will live for you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. You are now his child. All heaven is jumping up and down and dancing because you received Jesus into your very own heart, sweet friend. Tell someone you just received Jesus and find a great Christian church and grow in him. He loves you and desires worship from your heart each and every day. You are so precious to him. I'll see you all tomorrow. Blessings to you.